0: As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's going on, everybody? And welcome in to this week's edition of the Washington High School post-game recap podcast sponsored by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Jim Fury for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. I am your host, Mark Feldman, and last night, the Washington Blue Jays defeated the Francis Howe North Vikings by a final score of 49-6. to I am joined each and every Saturday by head coach, Derek Heflin. Coach, welcome to the podcast, and how are you doing today? Uh, thanks for having me on. Doing good. It's always nice to come out victorious
1: on Friday nights, and uh, when you win big like that, it, it makes it a little more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I just want to start with that. 49-6, to six, offense was clicking, defense was obviously performing well. Must feel nice as a coach to have one of those games this late in the season.
1: Yeah, you know, we, our defense stepped up and played, uh, had a great effort. You know, we were a little disappointed with how we played last week. Um, and last night when we pulled our starters, I believe they had negative yards of total offense. So... Um, they came out with a resounding performance and, and responded to what they did last week. And offensively, we were able to put some things together and and have some good drives and be successful on the ground and in the air. And then uh, the the good things about wins like that too is you're able to play them, play the young kids that uh, come to practice every day and work and go through the grind just like everybody else does. Um, but they 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 get their their game time on Mondays. And, you know, it's it's always nice to get them out there on a Friday night and understand and feel with those
0: lights and, and that speed and the game's like. How North had not had a win coming into the game, but as you know as a coach, each team, each program has uh, special opportunities to make a play and really can do well on offense and defense when each and every Friday night. So what did you tell the guys, even though that Hal North hadn't had a win, that they still needed to be locked in and be ready to go? Yeah, you
1: know, we really focused all week more on us and what we needed to do to be successful and just kind of focusing in and honing in on our process and just getting better with every rep and making sure that we were doing all the little things that we needed to do to be successful to win games come November. Um, and then we were able to kind of do some different things at practice to kind of create some competition and do some different things and, and put us in some adverse situations throughout the week. So that way we were able to go out on Friday nights
0: and, and compete and excel and, and go out and have the victory. We had talked last week about the three game stretch coming down to end the regular season, and obviously last night you guys started with a huge performance. How nice is it to get this final stretch going with a huge win and it really was able to be seen that the guys in practice were performing well to perform then on Friday you know, night. it's a big boost you know you're getting in that point of the season where it's a grind and it's kind of you know
1: everybody's banged up everybody's bu- there's bumps and bruises and all these different things and you're uh trying to balance you know keeping everybody healthy and getting keeping your legs underneath you and getting the work you need. And so, you know, we, I think we were able to do a good job of that this week. And uh, hopefully we can keep that momentum going and, and keep fighting and grinding and doing all those things and finding that balance each week so that we can keep going and, and hopefully get a bye week 10 and, and move, going, move on going forward to hopefully make a, a late push and, and play a bunch more
0: games. How key was Ryan Hoster camp last night? He had the receiving touchdown from Cam Milheiser, but he also had a forty-two yard fumble recovery. What was his impact on both sides? Of you the know, ball? it was we've been try, we always try and get Ryan the ball. You know, he, he's a Mizzou commit,
1: so we're, we've worked hard to kind of try and utilize him in the game plan. Um, and you know, that's maybe not something that fits to our strengths. You know, we're not a passing team, and uh, you know, he's a really good blocker, and, and we try to get him involved because he's a really good athlete as well. Um, So we've got some packages and some things we do. And and the pass play was just a package play that that we were uh, – some things we'd ran throughout the last couple weeks. And we were able to get him open down the middle of the field. Um, And then to start the second half, he comes out. And there was kind of a shock in the crowd. And even on our sideline, I I didn't even know what had really happened. I thought we had a tackle for loss. And all of a sudden, he's running back and running in the end zone. and, And we've scored to make it 35
0: to nothing. What does that do? Like you mentioned, that was right out of the right out of halftime and the team and the fans were kind of shocked that the play happened when they looked like it was just gonna be a loss for a tackle for a loss. How key is that to just get the second half going right away? Because I could see that possibly there could be a letdown being up 20 and nothing coming out. of Yeah, you run. know, I think it, it did two things It gave us all the momentum and kind of sealed the fade. And I think
1: it kind of took all the wind out of their sails. You know, you, you go into halftime and both sides are making adjustments and talking kids up and trying to get everybody motivated to go out there for the second half and, and finish the game. Uh, and we were able to go out and make a play on the first play. And then I think the ensuing kickoff, you know, we, we have a forced – we caused a, a fumble and it You know, so it, it kind of ended the game real quick, and our guys went out and did what they needed to do um, on the next drive, make it 4-2-0, and then the young guys went in and, and got their chance to play about a quarter and a half.
0: What do you think of Joey Avita's performance, two rushing touchdowns? Yo,
1: Joey is one of the hardest working kids I've ever coached. The kid knows almost every position on the field on offense and defense. He's done everything I've asked um, for him for five years. I think the only time I've ever really been mad at him was when he was in seventh grade. He broke my finger uh, in a (laughs) seven-on-seven thing. But the kid just works his, his tail off, and unfortunately, he ended up having to get quarantined uh, due to close contact and he'd been out for two weeks and, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where we'd kind of schemed and planned it, you know, thought he deserved a touchdown. So we got him a touchdown to make it 42 to nothing. And then when the JV went in, we, he, he was rotating in with those JV guys and ha- just found the end zone again. So, you know, it was one of those proud moments, you know, he, he deserves it. Like I said, we got a program full of kids that work hard and show up every day and do everything we ask. And, and he's one of those guys and it, and it felt really good. Um, to get him a touchdown and it was really cool to see the excitement on not just his face, but the whole team. Um, you know, it, it, it really, we really do have a brotherhood and those kids really do care about each other. And it was really neat to see the excitement on everybody's
0: face for him getting the end zone. Yeah, you mentioned that. It it must be amazing for the whole team. Obviously Joey's ecstatic and he gets to score in a in a varsity game. But to have the rest of the team supporting him like that, it really just must make being a coach so much easier when you have guys that are all together, all support each other. And it must make it easier to really just coach them and get them to work. No, win. yeah, that's that's
1: something I tell people all the time, you know, they they look at what what we do and how you do this and when you're working fourteen hour days, seven days a week and doing it for, you know, three, four months or, you know, you say that it's, it's 14 hours a day for three or four months and then it's, you know, eight to 10 to 12 hours the rest of the year for these guys. But the way our kids act, the way our kids work, the way our kids treat each other, it makes
0: it easy and makes it worth it at the end of every day. What do you think of your offensive line lines performance last night? Really seemed to us uh, create some holes and let the rushing attack. You know those work. guys do
1: a great job. Um, as you go through, you can look at all five of them. You know it, they've all come together and, and gelled and have gotten better and better each week. And last night they just went out and rode graded. It was it was fun to watch. It makes you know calling plays real easy because you know we're going to get off the line of scrimmage and we're going to get a push and dominate. And you know Lewis did a excuse me Lewis did a good job. Getting, getting off the ball and getting behind those guys. And then Dylan and Cole and Cam just right behind them. And, you know, it, it's fun to
0: watch, you know, those guys go to work. Coming off a huge win like you guys had last night, uh, moving on for the final two games of the regular season, I'm assuming it's going to be pretty easy to turn the page where you have so much more to look forward to this week in yeah, practice. Yeah, you know, and
1: that's the thing we got to keep telling our guys. It's kind of a balance of you got to pay attention to work and worry about the six inches in front of your face and, and the next play. Um, but at the same time, you've got to get better with each play and keep grinding to get where you want to get. You know, we were, we've we talked about being conference and district champs, and, uh, you know, we lost to, to Zumwalt North, so we've kind of, unless we get some help, have probably lost the opportunity to be the uh, conference champ, but, you know, our goal was, next goal was to be the district champ, and to be the district champ, you've got to keep getting better every single play, every single week, every single game. That way, you know, as you get to – Mid to late November, you're firing on all, on all
0: cylinders. Fort Zumwalt East is your matchup next Friday night. What's the early scouting report on them? And what are you gonna have to do to come out? You know, with another watching victory? The film
1: right now and breaking them down. They had a big uh, upset victory last night. They beat Liberty, um, who we beat the week before. Um, you know, and it, as I've watched kind of their games throughout the season, they're they're an improving team. You know, they were really young last year. Um, I think they're still kind of young this year. But they're improving each week. They've got a quarterback that can uh, sling it. And they've got some uh, slot receivers and some backs that can go make some plays. So we've got to really, you know, come out with another great defensive performance uh, and dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball and just keep doing what we've been doing and improving steadily each
0: week to come out with that victory. Coach, as always, I appreciate hopping on the podcast. Good luck this week in practice and the game, and I'll look forward to speaking with you next Saturday. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. For Coach Heflin, I'm Mark Feldman, saying so long and have a good day. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your Washington Blue Jays post game recap podcast.